From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. On today's show, we're talking about what can happen when you get stuck in a negative sexual mindset and the impact it has on your sex life. And I want you to think about this quote as we start today's show. It says, watch your thoughts. They become words. Watch your words. They become actions. Watch your actions. They become habits. Watch your habits. They become character. Watch your character. It becomes your destiny. I like that. And, and it, mm. you know, I mean, you can think of that globally, but today we're going to be specifically talking about it in regard to your sexual mindset and your sexual intimacy. But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And this hug came from a post that was in the Intimacy You private Facebook group that says, starts off with, in the past, I've expected him to just know what I've wanted on holidays, birthdays, or anniversaries. I set expectations that were romanticized in my mind on how each day should go. And it was, I was always, yes, always disappointed. I never understood why he just didn't get it without me having to express my <laughs> desires. Those thoughts and unrealistic expectations set us both up for arguments, turmoil, and anxiety as we face the next holiday on the calendar. This Mother's Day, I decided to be very open and direct about what my desires were, and I expressed those to him. I wanted a day to relax, stay out of the kitchen. I wanted flowers. I wanted time to do the things that I wanted to do. And I wanted time for us to spend together. I expressed those desires to him and he delivered a big time. We had the loveliest day together. I'm not sure why I had this expectation in my head that he should just know. But this was a really eye-opening experience on how your spouse can't read your mind. By being open and clear, it took the pressure off of him and allowed me to sit back and enjoy. It was one of the best Mother's Days I've had and one of the nicest weekends we've had together in a long time. Mm. And that couple... I just want to say they've been in intimacy you just over a month mm -hmm. and and what is already happening for them is absolutely amazing. So if you're interested in jumping in intimacy you you can apply now mm -hmm. at intimacyu.com. It's just so incredible, you know, when we start understanding what those thoughts are, when we start understanding what what we're saying about our spouse or what we're saying about a situation, how much can actually change? when we become aware of that. And, you know, if you're, if you're brand new to the show, first of all, I want to say welcome. Yes. Tony and I are super excited to have you listening for maybe the first time or maybe the first couple of times. And if you've been around for a while, you probably know that we feel very strongly here at One Extraordinary Marriage that your words have power, mm -hmm. that your words, those thoughts, they, they can actually become the actions very much like the, the quote that I opened the show with. They become those actions, those scripts that you operate out of. And, you know, we've seen it in our own marriage and we've seen it in countless couples that we've had the privilege to coach. And, you know, last week was the, the couple communication boot camp. Mm -hmm. And on day three, last week, we were talking about what you think about, you bring about. And, you know, as we were preparing for the show, I thought, wow, you know, it's not just in the emotional intimacy that what you think about, you bring about, but it's especially true when it comes to your sexual intimacy. 
right? What the two of you or what you individually say about your sex life, what gets repeated and, and what doesn't get changed becomes this continuous loop in your marriage. And I have to say, in many cases, it's not giving you the outcome that you want. Yeah. And I think that goes right back to the opening quote. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the first two, watch your thoughts. They become words. Mm-hmm. Now, those words may be vocalized or they may not. Those words may be just sitting in your head and bouncing around you. Watch your words. They become actions. Mm-hmm. And I think just even those two, just when it comes to our sexual intimacy, what are the words we're using? What are the thoughts that we have that those words are bouncing around? And then what are the actions? Mm-hmm. Because that ultimately is going to dictate what's our sexual time together what's what's that sex what's our sex life going to be like mm-hmm. you know recently we surveyed the one family on instagram and we asked the question in one word how would you describe your sex life currently so mm-hmm. one word don't don't give me a dissertation just one word immediate reaction what, how would you describe it and in looking at the responses as they were being tallied up by our team you know and looking at this there were one and a half times more negative words Mm. than positive words. There are a lot of you in a place where the word that you've chosen has a negative connotation to it because of where the two of you are. I mean, the most common negative words, remember this is describing your sex life currently, absent, lacking, Mm. dead, non-existent, routine, inconsistent. I mean, I will tell you just even speaking those words out loud kind of feels like there's a weight on my chest. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, it's just like, oh, because you can, you know that if somebody took the time to type it, that they're experiencing that. And as I look at these words, you guys, there are times when, and and mine and Elisa's marriage, it was absent. It was lacking. It was dead. It was non-existent. Existent. It was routine. It was inconsistent. We've been there. Mm -hmm. So we, we get it when we see those words and we know what it feels like to be in a place where this may be right now in this moment where your sex life is. Absolutely. And, you know, I want to be real clear with you guys that the sexual intimacy pillar is one of the six pillars of intimacy. Mm -hmm. It's it's not a maybe or a maybe pillar or kind of pillar or, you know, this is one of those pillars that I can ignore. I can pretend it doesn't exist. It's one of the pillars that actually supports your marriage. And if it has a crack in it, If one of these words is actually how you're describing your sex life, that needs to be addressed and it needs to be strengthened. Yeah, that's right. It's not a, well, we'll kind of see sort of maybe type of thing. It's no, we, we need to, we need to do something about it. Cause like Tony said, any of those words could have described our sex life at different seasons. You know, it did feel predictable. It did feel boring. Mm -hmm. And even, and even recently, it, it it doesn't mean that this was in the way off past and oh my gosh it's it's been e- eons ago. No, I mean even in the distant past we can get into not these, so distant past not so distant past. Sorry, that it it, it could feel inconsistent or routine. Mm-hmm. Like we're just you know we live out the intimacy lifestyle. We schedule sex, and there are times when it can feel routine and those words can start popping up in our heads and and those thoughts become our actions eventually and so it keeps perpetuating it so we have to engage and go whoa 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 there's a crack in this pillar we need to strengthen it absolutely and i had a conversation the other day with a couple married for multiple decades and they're having struggles in their sexual intimacy and i asked the question you know what what does your sex life look like now 
And you could literally, you guys, you could see their faces change. Mm. You could see just the defeat and mm -hmm. the and the struggle and, and just the burden mm -hmm. of where it is now. And so they both took turns describing it. And then I said, well, well, what was it like at the beginning? Mm -hmm. and, and literally, it was almost as if a light switch had come across their face or, or, or the veil had been lifted because they both got these grins on their faces and you could just tell that there were great memories, that there had been mm -hmm. a time when the, what they said about their sex life, what their mindset was towards their sexual intimacy had been positive. But then, you know, there are times when life gets in the way of a great sex life, right? When the kids come along or jobs get busier, or there are hurts that don't get addressed. You can find yourself saying, you know what? I'm just not going to deal with this right now. You know what? We are boring. Mm. It's predictable you know what, it's just, it's not important. I'm just, I'm just not going to go there. And then, then you start to find yourself and your marriage in this place where the sexual intimacy starts to sound like those words, mm -hmm. right? Lacking, inconsistent, sad, stagnant, stressful. And I'll tell you, because we've been saying marriages for so long, that what you say about your sex life, those words that you choose to use to describe that particular pillar of intimacy is often a greater or it's often an indication of greater challenges in your marriage. Because when I hear those words, like on a coaching call or in a conversation, literally I start thinking, okay, what else is going on here? Mm, so you're saying that that word that mm -hmm. was used is all, it, it could be an indication of what may be happening with all the pillars of intimacy as well as the marriage. So it's lacking, it's dead, it's routine, it's inconsistent. So that is a, that's a word that can go across all six pillars of intimacy. I, I won't say all because okay. I know there are some people right now going, mm, not sure that's happening in all six pillars, Okay, but my, my perception from what people have shared with me in coaching situations and conversations that I have with friends and things like that, that if it's happening in one pillar, mm -hmm. there's usually at least one other or two other pillars okay. that could be some, it's kind of like walking into a doctor's office, right? And the doctor says, okay, well, what are your symptoms? And you might rattle off, well, you know, I've got this, you know, I'm sleeping inconsistently and, you know, I'm struggling here and, and this part of my life just feels sad. Like these are all words, you guys that you've used to describe your sex life. But you might use those same words when you walk into the doctor's office and he's asking you to describe your symptoms, mm. right? Those words are like symptoms that, that tell you, hey, something's going on with me, with us. Mm -hmm. and, and we have to be, here's the thing about extraordinary couples, right? And, and every single one of you listening to this show is just like Tony and I, you're becoming more extraordinary every day. Right. right. It, it is a process. It is a journey. But extraordinary couples d are in the process by definition of developing this awareness of what's going on with them, what's going on with their spouse, what the environment is. We're not walking through life with like blinders on just like zombies just going through the motions. Right. And, and so when you start to become aware of the words that you're using, what that negative sexual mindset is then it's, it's almost like there's this awakening. Like literally it's like this, this deep breath that you take of going, oh, wait a minute. If I'm, if I'm repeating these words over and over again, let me get out of this numb place where I just keep repeating them. 
Let me actually get into a place where I start to take action around this, where I start to say, wait a minute, if, if I'm saying that my sex life is dead, if I'm saying it's boring, if I'm saying it's routine, if I'm saying it's sad or struggling or stressful or any of the other many, many words that got you know, shared with us, what am I going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Because so often we get into this place specifically around a sexual mindset where we just keep repeating these words over and over again and we don't do anything about it. We don't, you know, we might complain to our spouse. We might have arguments with our spouse, but that's not necessarily creating the shift. It's not necessarily saying what's the action. And, and I will tell you, <laughs> let me be real clear. Um, complaining is generally speaking, not an effective action to create change. Mm-hmm. straight up complaining doesn't do a whole lot for you and it makes you feel better for about 22 seconds and then you just feel worse it's like you vented and then what do I do with it but we need to actually start going okay what does it look like to develop this awareness of what we're saying about our sex life and then create that shift mm-hmm. to, yeah. to get out of the negative sexual mindset so let's talk about that after this word from our sponsor Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're back and we're talking about really shifting this negative sexual mindset. And, and I actually want to share just from, from the top here, what are those words that couples want to be able to use to describe their sex life? Because y'all told us where you were at, mm-hmm. right? And, and that's not to say there weren't positive words because clearly there were. But there were so many more negative words. And so getting into this section right here where we're talking about this of going, hold on a second, what do people want to be able to say? Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of power in knowing what you're going after, right? And it was fascinating to see what's important to the one family when it comes to the desire to describe sexual intimacy. The number one most listed word was the word passionate okay people want to be passionate have a passionate sexual sex life number two Uh, okay i just want to i just are you going for a definition are you are you getting to be like me after all these years (laughs) i I just because i think we we think of that that we think about that and and it just let's let's share because if if it's the number one word that 
the one family shared with us, it's, it's an adjective, showing or caused by intense feelings of sexual love. Ooh, I like that. Intense feelings. Intense feelings. I think that's the, the, what we're going after. Mm-hmm. It's there, there's something more, it's passionate. I mean, and that passion is the, the intensity, intensity. Mm-hmm. that we experience when we're making love mm-hmm. that, that closest. And so that's for those of you who are going after that passionate sex life, that's what you're looking for. That intense mm-hmm. Feeling of, and I would, and I would expect it's that closeness, that connection mm-hmm. that we feel in that moment. Wow, uh, number two most listed word, adventurous, which I think really gets to the fact that a lot of people described their sex life currently as routine or boring. Mm-hmm. That would be, I would see this, you know, get into a new position, mm-hmm. like trying a new place, you know, trying, you know, a, maybe. A shower, maybe trying a new t- a lube. Mm-hmm. A- adventure can be different things for different people. It could be lingerie. It could. Th- there's so many different ways that you could go into the adventurous mm-hmm. part of it. It's being clear what that really means to you, right? And and within your marriage, what mm-hmm. is what is adventure? How would you describe that? How would you define that for your spouse? Other words that were listed: amazing, extraordinary fulfilling mm-hmm. spicy now is that in spicy. a is that in like a taste ways or just uh um you know what they again i only asked for one word so how you two like, are gonna just, like spicy like i want to lick something off you that's spicy and it gets me all excited maybe okay I, 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 <laughs> I think spicy may fall back into, you know, when you look at some of these words, it may fall back into like that passion, that mm-hmm. intensity or, or the adventure mm-hmm. or a little bit of both. Cause yep. I think of like spicy foods and there's, there's a little bit of fire and there's a little bit of trying something new. Got it. Right. So you can get into that. Uh, somebody, you know, there were a number of people that said frequent, mm-hmm. right? What does it look like to have a sex life that, that has frequency to it, right? Yeah. It's why we talk about scheduling sex and have for years and years and years and years. You, you know what? I'm going to put a link for any of you who's who's new and or listening. You're going, wait, what are you what are you talking about when you talk about the intimacy lifestyle scheduling sex? I'm gonna I'm gonna share episode 140 scheduling sex. Mm-hmm. That's the first one we ever did on this topic, and let you guys start there. So I'll put a, a link here, or if you want to, you can go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com/slash140. There you go. A couple other words that were mentioned: fun carefree. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as I was looking over these words and so many more, I mean, clearly I could spend half an hour just rattling off the words that, that were shared with us. But what I noticed about these words was that they take intentionality and connecting emotionally, mm. not a single, like, like you can't be passionate about your sexual intimacy and, and have this by yourself. Mm-hmm. It takes two to light that fire. Right. It takes two to have the adventure. It takes two to have the fun or to have it be spicy or frequent. All of those things, it takes, it's not going to just happen. And I want you all to just pause for a second and, and forget what you've seen about the movies or what you've been exposed to through porn. To achieve what you want in your sexual intimacy, you're actually going to have to initiate different actions. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to take different actions. It's going to be looking at this going, wait a minute. I mean, this week you may just start by having the conversation with your spouse going, well, how do you want to describe our sex life? And I'm going to tell you if they give you one of these words or a different word that comes up, I'm just going to straight up tell you, ask them to define what that means to them. Do not 
bold letters. Like if, if you could see bold letters in all caps on a podcast, do not assume you know what your spouse means when they throw out a word on how they want to be able to describe your sexual life. Don't assume. It will not go well for you. Straight up. I love you guys too much to just let you be like, oh, okay, that's good. No, ask them. Because when you know, it's kind of like the hug that we read about Mother's Day. When that husband knows what his wife wants, guess what? It's so much easier to deliver it. Mm-hmm. And, and let, me just, let me just preface this. When we're talking about sexual intimacy, we know that it can be, it, it can be awkward. Mm-hmm. It can feel unnerving for you. And yet when you do grow into an extraordinary marriage or as you're growing into an extraordinary marriage, this is part of strengthening your sexual intimacy. Mm-hmm. It's being able to share and vocalize what you guys desire, what's going on mm-hmm. in the mind, in your mind right now. Because a lot of you have this negative sexual mindset that is honestly stopping you from having everything that you want. Mm-hmm. The words you described, you have this negative sexual mindset. And it could be from your past, your present, from what you think might happen in the future. That is that has honestly got you in this place where you're not moving. Mm. And so you're going to have to take a step. It, it's a step of faith. I get it. Having been down that road before. And it's a baby step. You don't need to go all in. You don't need to go crazy. You don't have to have a two-hour conversation. It may mean just having a five to 10 minute conversation on what's a new position we can try. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it. For those of you who are position post magazine subscribers, grab a position post, open it up. And every single issue, we put in a new position for you to try. Maybe just grab your magazine, open it up and go, this is what we're going to try today. Less than five minutes. Yeah. And it's, you know, I, I was sitting here as you were talking just about you know, having these conversations around sexual intimacy and your sexual intimacy mindset. And just thinking through, we know a lot of you have never been exposed to having these conversations. Mm -hmm. We know that even hearing us talk about it sometimes probably makes you feel a little uncomfortable because you're like, oh my gosh, what are they talking about? But you wouldn't be listening to this show if you didn't want to do something different. You wouldn't be listening to the show, whether we're talking about sexual intimacy or any of the six pillars, if you didn't want something different. Mm-hmm. And, and so I want to challenge you. Don't, don't just keep doing what you've been doing and expect to get a different result. That is the quintessential definition of insanity. You're not insane. You're extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And, and when you start to have these conversations with your spouse, and it's not just saying, how, how do you want to describe this? It's also following that up with, well, what can I do to help make that become a reality for us? True. Right? Because it's not just, you know, like if your spouse says, I want it to be passionate. Okay. Well, let's just role play this. Well, what, is, what does passionate mean to you? Mm-hmm. And you may actually be surprised in a really good way to find out that, that they just want, you know, I don't know, more makeout sessions or, or something that you would have never thought of. But then you ask the next question and say, okay, well, what can I do to make that a reality? And it may be, hey, can we turn off the TV one night and just, you know, sit on the couch and make out like we did when we were, you know, first married. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now you've got the whole flipping game plan and you can start stepping into this place where you don't have to describe, you know, because if you guys haven't made out like that in a while, I will tell you doing that is going to break you out of your routine. Mm-hmm. It's going to make your marriage go from sad to happy. It's going to take away that predictability, right? Those, those words that you're speaking out loud, 
what can you do to actually start creating the opposite? What can you do? Because here's the other thing you need to know. If you are speaking those words out loud, if you are telling your spouse over and over again that our sex life is sad, that our sex life is boring, that it's just lousy or whatever you're saying, um, there was a season when Tony and I would exchange phrases like that to one oh, another. Yeah. It doesn't exactly light the fires of passion. It doesn't exactly invite the other person to be like, wow, okay, well, if my spouse thinks that our sex life is boring and predictable, let me, hmm, let me just jump right into bed with him or her. Yeah. Let me get adventurous now. Right. Because you've just told me I'm boring. So guess what? You're going to get boring vanilla missionary sex with the lights off because mm-hmm. you've already told me I'm boring. So I'm not going to show up for you. But instead, getting into this place of going, I'm going to change my language. I'm going to choose different words. I'm going to engage my spouse to ask these questions. And I want to say one more thing around this. If you get asked these questions, and it's entirely likely that you may be the one on the receiving end of these questions, um, can we agree not to say, I don't know? It may be hard. It may be hard. Um, and it's okay to, a- to answer that question with, can I have a little more time to think about it? Because you may be caught off guard. Mm-hmm. It happens. But saying I don't know doesn't bring that emotional intimacy closer. It actually starts adding to the Grand Canyon between the two of you. It, it just, it deflects the conversation and it causes more frustration. And then it wraps the two of you back into those negative words. Mm-hmm. Just make the commitment. If your spouse asks you, they're not asking you to torture you. They're not asking you to be irritating. They're not asking you to be, make you miserable. They're asking you because there's a desire to strengthen this pillar. Mm -hmm. The two of you are married. You're on the same team. So what would it look like if you said, you know what? I'm going to strengthen this pillar with the two of you. We're going to change the words that we speak about our sexual intimacy. We're going to change our mindset and we're going to actually explore what's possible in our marriage if we go from a negative sexual mindset to a positive one. Yeah. Yeah. This week, I I want to, and we want to stress to you that you can take yourself from that negative sexual mindset to a positive one. Mm -hmm. You can do it. It's up to you though. Mm -hmm. It's up to you. What words are you using right now that need to be taken out? And what words do you need to add? I think this week is a perfect time to just go, all right, what words do I need to add so that we can have the sexual intimacy that we desire and we can strengthen our sexual intimacy pillar. So this week, go do it. What words do you need to take out and mm-hmm. what words do you need to add so in? And then share that with your spouse. Give them a moment, maybe write it down on, on a piece of paper and give it to them and maybe exchange. So you guys know where you're moving as you strengthen your sexual intimacy pillar. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys. <laughs>